Since the beginning of time, people have always found creative ways of communicating. This is my way. I'm Kyle Leon Henderson, and we need to talk. from the Westie, Chloe. Hello, hello, hello. What I mean by that is you're from the West Coast. That didn't work, did it? Not really, but it's okay. <laughs> I am from, from the West Coast. Coast. She actually is my very best friend in California. <laughs> from California. I am not well. I'm not doing this well today. <laughs> my very best friend in New York, who is a girl who does not go to church with me. There you go. You nailed it. You nailed I, it on the first try. One of my closest friends in New York is my priest, Father William. Yes. But, you know, me and Chloe have that, that thing that you can't have with your priest. Sex. No, we don't have that either. Well, he's a little <laughs> so I really could have sex with my priest if I wanted to. Um, but, yeah, so. We don't have that either, though. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We don't have sex. We do not. Oh, man. <laughs> Good start. Good yeah, off the rails here. <laughs> Actually, after this episode, I'm going to uninstall the rails and just screw it. Just freeball it. <laughs> I spent a year trying to perfect the, the craft, and now I'm like, whatever. No craft. Whatever. No, no anything. <laughs> well, we saw each other, I guess it was the two days after my birthday. We went to brunch with my mother. Yes, we did. What did you think of my mom? Oh my God, so cute. She loved you. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I was like super hungover that day, so I was like, oh god, I'm not coming off well. And I was like, I'm so happy to be here. I don't think it's coming off well. <laughs> well, and I told her you went to the bathroom and she's like, she's so nice. I was like, she's gonna be so happy to hear that because she's hungover. And she was like, I couldn't tell. Oh, good. She's like, really great, really great. Yeah. So mom, mom just loves it when I have respectable friends. Respectable. I am respectable. Well, you know, she just, I had friends who just, in high school, she loved all my sister's friends, and she didn't love my guy friends so much. Mm. But she loved all my girlfriends. Yeah. But she loves to, like, get in their life and wag wag her feminist finger in their face and make sure they're feminist enough, and if they're not, she'll tell them. She'll tell them. Good. Yeah. She's like, you're letting a man own you. You need to stop. Well, your mom lives in a place where that is super necessary. Right. So. Well, and she did, and I don't think she realizes what kind of work, what kind of good work she's doing. Sorry. <laughs> I've got the, I forgot to lower oh the volume God. on the iPad. We're doing a podcast here, man. I, this is my home. So unacceptable. <laughs> this is where I live. No, the reason I have the podcast, the I mean, the, um, the iPad is because there's some articles I'm going to pull up later. Okay. So I've got all this stuff. So what's been going on with you since the brunch that you Not were over? Not much. I don't do much. <laughs> I don't interact with a lot of people because I work from home. But I do interact with what I thought was a ghost was not a ghost. I straight up thought my sister's house was haunted. I was staying over her at her place over the weekend, this last weekend. And... 
It's like 4 a.m. I'm like listening to my audiobook, which gets a little creepy. It's like what some... is your audiobook? Oh, God. I like actually don't remember what it's called. It's like the <laughs> Throne of Glass series. I don't remember what this particular book was called. It's like some like whatever YA novel. It's, which I I it's YA. Love. YA. Yeah. Love YA books. Come at me about that. I'll talk to you about those all day. But anyway, so it's like 4 a.m. Sure, sure <laughs> yeah, do so it. I'll they, talk about them. <laughs> so they can all. I got recommendations. <laughs> so it's like 4 a.m. and it's like getting real creepy in the book. And then I start to hear what I think is voices. And so it's like no one else is in the apartment. It's a one bedroom apartment and like the walls are super thick, so you can't hear anything. And I was like, oh, my God. you've lived there before, and you don't really hear your neighbors. No, you don't hear the neighbors. And so I looked at my sister's black cat, and I was like, Han- like rum ham, like, we're about to, like, throw down. Like, stuff's going to happen. And he's just, like, looking at me like I'm, like, a dumbass. And so, like, I, like, creep out into the living room, and I'm, like, trying to see what's going on. And the the kitchen faucet is on, and I, like, freaked out because I was, like, it had obviously been, like, hours since I had used the kitchen faucet, and I had definitely turned it off. And I like full blast. Yeah, and I I was like I'm gonna leave. Like I was like gonna I was gonna like pack up my stuff and just like get the hell out of there. I was like I don't know what to do. Like this is terrible. I was like I'm my sister's gonna come home and like I'm gonna be like dead from ghosts in her like her apartment. Like you just be like what happened to her? She won't know and then she'll die from ghosts and just be like so terrible. So do you do you know it wasn't a ghost though, <sighs> or was it a ghost? Okay. Because so I believe in ghosts. I, I whole hand of God believe in ghosts. I don't like to say I believe in ghosts because I don't, because like what if they're listening and then they're like, oh, we can like, we can get her because she like believes in us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. to say it. Don't so, give them the power. Yeah, I don't like them to know. But, um, so I like, I didn't leave because I was like, I turned off the faucet and I kind of like bunkered, I like turned on all the lights and I just like kind of settled in. You turned off all the lights. <laughs> and all the lights on. that dispels ghosts. Yeah. Like, I turned all the lights <laughs> on and I kind of like hunkered, I like hunkered down and I was like, just waiting for sunlight. It was only like two hours away. So, you just so I was like, I didn't sleep. I'm not gonna sleep. They're gonna come at me when I'm sleeping. So I just like stayed up. And then um, in the morning, my sister came home, and I was like, "Hey, so like, how old is your apartment building? Like, do you know if there's been any deaths in this like building before?" Yeah. And she was like, "She was like, why are you asking?" And I was like, "Oh, no reason, no reason," because I like didn't want to freak her out about ghosts. Is she freaked out about that? Yeah, it's like I didn't want to scare her yeah. if that like happened to be true. And then <laughs> just I was like, no "Oh, like, not, has anyone died here? Yeah, yeah, I was like, no, no, reason, no reason, just no asking." Reason. And I was like, "Oh, like, uh, does your like kitchen faucet turn on like sporadically? Has that ever? Have you ever noticed that?" And she's like, "No, but the cat will like bump it with his head and he'll turn it on." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, like he'll do it in the middle of the night. I've seen him do it." And I'm just like, "What?" What? Like, the cat? Like, You've got to tell me this. Yeah, I was like, we talked to Rumham. What did we just not, like, you were there. You saw me freaking out. It's like, all you have to do is be like, sorry, dude. Like, that was me. I swear to God. I was, like, so freaked out. So though. you don't think, well, what about the voices? The voices was, oh, I should have explained. The voices were, it was the water trickling, like, th- like splashing around in, like, oh. the sink. Yeah. So well, it, started, it sounded like gurgling. That's disappointing because you know I have. I don't want to talk about your experience because it actually really scares me. <laughs> Belvedere, California's calling me. Once, um, turn your damn phone off. <laughs> We're in the middle of something. God damn. <laughs> but that's what happens. There's no one calls me. No one comes. 
contacts me, then leave me alone until I actually do something. And then, but anyway, Prime. I've had, you know, I've, had, I've lived with a ghost. But you know what's interesting? I've seen, like, after my cousin died, um, when I was in first grade, one of my first cousins died, I had started seeing, like, I would see ghosts and stuff. But ever since moving to New York four years ago, I've never seen anything. I hope, Good. I, I hope I haven't <laughs> lost the gift. I don't want to. Damn. Goes around real. Uh, so, anyway, now let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about something you're obsessed with. And I started yesterday. Okay, we got to refill on the coffee and the sweet tea. So, you and your sister Sasha. Yes. Can I say her name? Is she okay with that? Well, you already said it, so it's... I can bleep it out. I've got bleep noise. Ah, you can say her name. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, I, if ever I drop the F-bomb, I have a bleep. Oh! Because I promised my mother I wouldn't. What about me? You can do what you want. Oh, okay. I'm going to bleep myself. Okay. When I drop the F-bomb, if that ever happens. But anyway, so you and your, bro- your sister and her partner slash... Domestic well, we'll call him Living Boyfriend, Livin Ben Landy. For whatever reasons. Anyway, y'all have this tradition where you get together every Monday and Tuesday. Is it Monday and Tuesday? It's Monday. So they don't have a Tuesday. I'm still so fresh. I've only seen one episode. <laughs> so. it's, a, it's on Mondays. Bachelor in Paradise, I think, is on So they don't have, like, oh, they don't do that. They don't have, like, a results show. No. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's just Mondays. So, yeah. I you watch Bachelor and Bachelorette, which yeah, are they, they have the same time slot, just different times of year. Um, and Bachelor in Paradise. And Bachelor, so you watch Bachelor in Paradise. Hell yeah! I, I've got to start that too. Then that was good. okay, so <laughs> I'm a nerd when it comes to TV, and so I've got pages upon pages of notes. Yeah, you do. Oh my god! Um, because I watched my very first episode <laughs> of. The Bachelorette last night. Yes. Uh, and what I and like, I did that, and like, I watch The Voice every once in a while because like, I like to be in the pop culture. Like, I don't really care for The Voice. Like, I watched American Idol mm-hmm. religiously, <laughs> and it's coming back. Um, but like, I watch casually The Voice because I like to be in the know of the pop culture. And I, I think I watched, the Voice. I watched The Amazing Race one season just Love because I was like, I've never watched it. I need to see it. I want to be. I want to know what people are talking about. Mm-hmm. So that sort of is how I started with... That's what got me deciding to watch The Bachelorette. Well, if you're going to watch your first season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, it should be this season because Rachel is our first black bachelorette. Right. Our first black main, like, whatever, searching for love in, like, the 34 seasons. that so there's never been, been a black on. man or a black woman or any per- person of color. It's all been white. There has been a... Like that is the bad. It's been like a like a yeah. That has been. I forgot his name, but he was the worst. He like. Oh wait, he was Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. He was some kind of Latino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South of the border, somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some guy. Um, but you know, I remember seeing pictures of him. He was a little whitewashed, though, wasn't he? (laughs) He had a very heavy accent. And but if he did not have an accent, could he have passed for white? I don't think so. Oh, well, that's <laughs> uh, but well, and you know it's funny. Ethan came in from work last night, mm-hmm. and he and he was like, he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm watching the Bachelorette." <laughs> and he was like, "Why are you watching this?" I'm like, because Chloe and I are going to talk about it tomorrow okay. on the podcast, and I want to see it. I want to know. And he's like, oh, "I'm whatever." 
And so he gets his, like, food, whatever, you know, you come home, get dinner. He sits down next to me, and he goes, what's his deal? And I'm like, he's <laughs> What's his deal? He's in, he's in. So, okay. Because, and, you know what, I just, I've read this this morning. She's the oldest bachelorette. She's the only bachelorette who's ever been in their 30s. Yep. Everybody else has been in their 20s. Yep. So it's like older, established woman. I really like her, but I got some beef with her. Uh-oh. Already. <laughs> you already got beef with Rachel? So I've got questions for you. Okay. I've got, I've got some beef with her based on her choices from last night. Oh, yeah. I got beef, yeah. girl. You is, gotta, it, is it about the Waboom guy? Because I got I got business well, with okay, that. Well, okay. Let's go through it. So I, you, you can't see this, uh, listeners, but I've got notes on I've wrote, written down everybody's name <laughs> if they were like, if they if they struck me. Because by, by the end of the season, because Chloe will be back, what we're going to be talking about Oh, this. hell yeah. Um... I just kind of made little notes. Like, Peter, I said, cute. He asked how she was first. I wrote that like, down, too. That's why I like Peter also, because he comes in, he comes out straight out the limo, mm-hmm. and he comes straight up to her, and he's like, how are you doing? And it right. wasn't like and a was like, flippant, like, how are you? It was like, really, like, what's up? Like, are you okay? Right. Which is always, I thought, would be, like, my strategy if I was ever on The Bachelor, which I feel like one of these days, I'm always saying I'm going to audition, but, like, sure. I might actually audition, because she got some hotties. Right. So, um... I might, but that's always a strategy. It's just being like, hey, like, are you okay? Like, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, we won't go through every single person, but just, like, initial reactions, like Peter, or not Peter, jo- Josiah was the prosecutor. He's also a lawyer. Josiah's, like, a crazy story. It's, like, right. a little too intense, and I was like, damn, like, that's so serious. My actual notes was, could be good, could be bad. Yeah. Oh, that he's a prosecutor. That's why I said that because he's a litigator. You know, a litigator too. But he was the one who's like, "See you later, litigator." And I, and on the on the promos, I was like, yeah, "That's cheesy," but it was okay. I mean, he did really well. You can tell though, like he was kind of a, a favorite going in. But then, like, as the night wore on and he got more and more agitated that, like, she wasn't responding to him the way that he, like, wanted, like, all the attention that he wanted, it was, like, a little more, like, off-putting. So it's just, like, interesting to see. It was sort of, like, it was sort of like a pouty thing. Yeah. Because he was sure. He He was was so sure he was going to get the first impression. impression And when he did, he got a little mad. It's all new to me. I'm so excited. So (laughs) tell me about the first impression, Rose. Is there any history there? I don't know why this thing will not shut up. I'll put it on mute. (laughs) Yeah, so the first impression, Rose, uh, I was talking to my sister about this last night. That's not super new. Or that's super kind of new, right? No, no, no. That's something that they do um, for the last, like, most seasons. I have a Oh, my God. Statistic, actually. So, there have been 23 first impression roses. They gave it out the first night. Four of the people who have won the first impression rose have been winners. Four have been runner-ups. Three in third place, one in fourth place. But most of them, 11 of them, uh, are fifth place and below. So, it's not necessarily any, like, indication of, like, how far they will go. Um, but the first impression could be good or bad. Yeah, it could be good or bad. First impression roses, though, like, you tend to remember those people in Bachelor Nation. Because, like, all these contestants, like, are now part of a larger pool of people that can go on to do other things. Right. Like, for instance, a Bachelor in Paradise, which is <laughs> awesome. And they can, like, pop up now and then and just, like, do stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just, like, a good a good move to have if you're looking to expand your brand outside of, like, The Bachelor. Right. Brian got the first impression roses last night. And I'm going to tell you, that kiss, that's that's my beef Ugh. with this show. I was like, what are you doing? He went in for the sloppiest little kiss. Oh, my God. He was, like, eating her face. Uh-huh. And I was proud. I was, like, I was like, no, no. My first, I mean, I recoiled. Yeah. I recoiled. 
Um, That's going to happen a lot to you while watching a show, because a lot of, you'll find a lot of people are gross kissers, mm-hmm. and you're just like, why well, are yeah, you doing that with your snappy. face? It's like, wah, 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 wah. She's like, um, damn, give her a and minute. And I, I was pleased with her when she, when she was like, I didn't want that tonight. I didn't want to kiss anybody tonight. Yeah. That, wasn't my, that wasn't my game plan. But then she came back and said, I liked it. Yeah, I and was I'm like, like oh. okay, that's fine. But then you gave him the first impression, of, so you rewarded that. And you rewarded the behavior. Rewarded I was like, I wanted that. So now he's gonna that. do that. And but I had beef with him, especially for such a gross kisser. <laughs> you know what my beef with Brian was when he got out of the limo? Is his name Brian? No, <laughs> it was that he started speaking Spanish. Oh uh, yeah, and I was like, that's very. I don't know. It's almost condescending. I love that she like knew most of what he was saying. She's like right. from Texas, right? So I just think if you, I mean, it's. I would assume, I think it's a fair assumption, white people, black people, they're probably not going to know fluent Spanish. Mm-hmm. So you're doing it to impress her. You're well, he was to be- definitely trying to use it to, like, be like, oh, like, I'm equally... Like, he wanted to play the I'm exotic, I'm mm-hmm. doing this. And that's the other side of that coin. Spanish speakers are not that exotic in America anymore. Well, not for her. She lives in Texas. Right. So it's just like, I did, it was just all, it was a miss for but me. But he is Colombian. Mm-hmm. Which I do love Colombian yeah. people. They're very saucy, but not. I mean, he's very attractive. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a whole situation. Um, let's see. Who else was some, DeMario loved him. God, when DeMario came out of the limo, I was like, <laughs> But he just, but he was so smart. What's up? I love that he was smiley and and like warm and, yeah. and just light and it's like that's what you're supposed to be mm-hmm. if you're an, if you're an evolved person and not a Neanderthal. Oh, most of them are not. You'll see it. Just, They're not evolved. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be super crazy. So okay, here I want your prediction. Knowing that she's southern from Texas, mm-hmm. she's a black girl. Mm-hmm. Who do you? What is? Do you think she's gonna definitely wind up with a black go- boy? Um, because I'll say this, in the South, it's still pretty much, like, if it's not frowned upon mm-hmm. if you're interracial, it just puts you in a different category. Mm-hmm. You're exotic. You are liberal. You are, you know, and so, whereas we still, in the South, we stick white to white, black to black. Mm-hmm. We have black neighbors. We have white neighbors. We intermingle, but we don't marry in that sense. It's, it's yeah. usually to the cities. I think... Because the her cast is like half and half, mm-hmm. so like the possibilities are like much bigger than they would have been normally. I think it's a high possibility, but also just because like my favorites from last night are Diggy and Mario, mm-hmm. and so I'm just like hoping. For, I'm I'm thinking like probably like half of the more than half of the final four will probably be black, but right. That's just a guess. Now I don't know. We'll see. Well, and that's I'm I'm interested because that nobody made a big deal about race. Like race, I I thought race was gonna be sort of have a bigger presence. They like they didn't talk about it. They just like showed it. They were like, okay, well, like because usually the cast is you'll get like three black people, Mm -hmm. and then like they're gone by like the fourth week, and this is like it's half. Mm-hmm. So it's like insanely diverse, which I love. And they didn't need to talk about it. They were just like, this is what we're doing. This is it. I just wonder, though, because, I mean, the race relations between black people, the black community and like cops that in our society mm-hmm. today, is it intentional that they're not talking about race at all? It, yes. They never do. 
It's, I mean, it's an editing issue. I mean, it's I an mean, editing choice. I mean, the first night, no, I think it'll pop up um, a little bit because I think she has some southern white men in her group that it might pop up a little bit. Um, from yeah, the first Lee, night, Lee is the musician yeah. from, ten, from Nashville. Yeah, so for the first night, it didn't pop up. I don't think it needed to pop up at all. Right, it's I mean, like I, not and necessary. that was the thing. I, I, I would actually feel awkward if it popped up yeah. right away. And the way that like, they're, they're like, down. the only people who would talk about it will be the contestants, and I don't think it's something that's playing heavily on their mind. Well, I did notice this, and you can tell me this too. What do you want? My cat is touching me. <laughs> um, I did notice in the room when they were waiting to get to have their moments with her, mm-hmm. black men were talking to black men, white men were talking yeah, they grouped up and it was real cute too. Um, they, I mean, they they tend to click off immediately. Like, is there always those clicks? Yeah. Not not usually race based because race is sort of a new yeah. thing to the bachelor. They people. they always they click always off. Get clicky. Yeah, they always get clicky. So. They can they can kind of sense immediately who's gonna be their buddies. Well, and they and it was funny because both groups of the cliques were like, there's gonna they're like, who's the crazy person in here? Who's the crazy? And yeah, they're all like, who's crazy? Her. Where's the crazy? And, and then, then he Luke fucking shows, shows up. up and they're like, there he is. There he is. Well, okay. First of all, can you believe she picked him? I here's okay. okay here's what I, I was saying. I'm gonna get into my question, so I'm gonna go ahead and ask my question. <laughs> okay. Do they have plants? I firmly believe that they do have a little they nudge her a little bit in certain directions like we really want to keep this person on longer we really like I think that I don't have I don't have any association with the show so I don't know right. if that's like a fact do you think it might be as innocent as you know things that you would have narrowed down two episodes from now narrow it down now because he's staying Unless he's one of the ones you actually want to marry. I think it's... No, I really do think it's more of suggestions. They're like, we want this person... Like, also... So she doesn't... It's not required that they're there. No, but it's also... Theory, not, no, but... Not, it's, again, not official, but for right. theory, it's No, but it's required. also... It's good for her to keep these, like, people on. Like, they want to keep their villains on. They want to keep right. their crazy people on. Because for Rachel, it's good ratings for her season. It's good ratings for her. It's and good you know, for her. And it's also, to be sociological about it, it's good for her to see these men... In these confrontational situations, because she knows how they're gonna react. I mean, yeah, but also, like. Look at me, I'm like the same, like, (laughs) taking more notes. No, that's not what they're doing. But, like, um. His name's Lucas, right? Yeah. I just keep calling him Waboom. Waboom. But, like, he, uh, was actually, like, apart from the Waboom, if you took that fucking shit out, was real funny with that megaphone when he was like narrating someone's like one on one time. You know, and was hilarious, and that would get me. Like even the catchphrase didn't bother me so much. It was the the head shaking. Oh my god! Yeah, it looked like he was like possessed by demons. <laughs> and he did yeah. that in front of her, and then he she he gave like, him a wore like a sleeveless t shirt. <laughs> right, and this because your tweet, you're like the world's thinking that. Oh, oh my sleeveless. goodness! <laughs> I'm gonna read some of your tweets. Tw- <laughs> I even went through with like Blake K, great vibe, Brady, corny, not not a big payoff. Uh, Dean, hate the black go black line. Do you remember that? He was saying. See, I okay, so I didn't watch the women tell all uh, for last season, right? Um, so I didn't watch any of the stuff. I did see the clip that he like said something to her. She's like, oh, like. I'm ready to go black and, like, never come back. Right. And she was like, okay. <laughs> well, and she was like, and they even kind of addressed it when she was like, I thought it was funny. 
Yeah, I mean, she has such a great sense, of, and she's super, she has such a great sense of humor, and she's super smart. Yeah. So, like, she knows that she probably can't also, like, come out swinging. With, right, like, angry yeah. black I mean, girl vibes, like. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing, like, that's not fair. I yeah. don't like that, because, I mean, hello. We're going to bring it back to, at some point, Hillary couldn't be a woman who is in charge for the election, because you got to... Yeah. you got to suppress the negative for the people. Yeah. And unfortunately for her, she's not just got the woman vibe. She's mm-hmm. got the black girl vibe, yeah. which is going to turn off the white women who watch this show. Yeah. So, uh, Mostly middle America. <laughs> so it's like, you got to, and, and, but I'm glad, but she, I'm glad she, to see she's sort of strong. She's not just being demure because that would be fruitless for me. Is if she was just demure, but no, she's like the she's literally like the perfect candidate for this. She's so incredible. I love the crap out of her, and you can also tell you can tell a lot about the Bachelorette by how the girls from her Bachelor season treat yeah. her, and uh, all the girls from that season like love Rachel, right? And they and I was, are like so on board with her and like very supportive of her, and so like that kind of tells a lot about like and I was what she is. To see some of the people that the one night that I came over with you and Sasha and. <laughs> been and watched it um there were some people that i was like oh yeah we don't like them yeah and they're, yeah. And they're like her friends like yeah but that's it's not, not to say that she's got bad taste in friends it's to say that they edit the heck out of the show oh of course they to do to make the villain who they want yeah and so because you, you're watching it two hours at most a week yeah of like it's a week it's a week of week their life long of their life you're watching the two hours so you know of course there's gonna be moments that you're not whatever but anyway jonathan do you remember if she picked jonathan did she give a rose to Jonathan? Which one's Jonathan? Jonathan's the one. See, who, it's not good if I don't remember. If they're so like unmemorable, there's always those like well, few that are like who tickled the hell? her. Ah, ah, ah! I'd slap anyone who did that to well, me. And, you know, I straight up, I'd slap him. <laughs> three years ago, four years ago, I would be like, come out with your tickle fingers. I don't that's think so. Awkward. Now I'm such a feminist that I'm like, she did not welcome you to touch her body. Damn, like, why are you get out of here? Like, and that was so awkward. It was. It was gross. so awkward. Um, and Alex had his vacuum. I uh, thought that was a cute line, actually. What did he say? He was like, oh, I'm here with, like, the cleanup crew. It's just, like, that doesn't sense. You know what I loved? What? Was the guy with, like, the block of ice and the hammer, and he was did like, you? he's like, just had to break the ice. And I was like, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny to see what, what certain people like and certain people don't like. Yeah. What about Fred? She picked him. She gave him a rose. That's the one. She was his camp counselor. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So I was thinking about this. I think that would just be, I, I couldn't do it. And I, and I don't think I'd send him home the first night either because, like, that's, a, that's like, a poor move. To, it's, like, tasteless yeah. to do that. But I'd send him home maybe the next week because it's so awkward. I'm thinking about, like, people I knew when, like, in third grade when I was in eighth grade, and I'm just like, you don't ever get over that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't ever stop thinking about them as, like, little Johnny Catino. Like, right. you know? So it's just like... But he did bring his his yearbook. The yearbook was cute. I'll give him that. That was, that was super cute, but the... I don't that know. was like a... Like, it was, it was such a cute moment for the production, too, because it was like, oh, they've known each other whole life. And she's like, he was awful. He was a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good way. Um... Oh, and I liked Blake K, the Asian Marine guy. Oh, I liked him too. Because, and I wrote down that he's like, he knew the doll's a bad move, the tickler's a bad move. I'm all like, the black hey. people knew the doll. They were like, mm-mm. They all saw that doll and they were like, mm, nope. No, 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 no. no. 
Um, I really liked him too. I'm sad that he didn't quite make the cut. It also should be mentioned that the real reason that Rachel didn't make it with Nick is because I am 1,000% positive that they had told her that she was going to be, that they wanted her to be the bachelorette, and so they told Nick to send her home. Because it's like... Really? Yeah, I mean, like, why else would she have left? There was no reason. Like, the episode where she got sent home, it was, like, shocking. It would have been shocking if we didn't already know that she was going to be the Bachelorette. Right. Because, like, there was literally no reason. Like, they had been clicking more than anybody else. Like, she had got she had gotten the first impression rose her season. Yeah. And so, it was, like, kind of clear that they had, like... The producers had, like, found their black girl. And they, like, weren't going to lose her mm-hmm. to Nick, of right. all people. Right. <laughs> so, like... I, it looks like they had kind of just, like, told... Was Nick not, like, a good bachelor? Uh, no, he was a great bachelor. It's just, you. why give up your, like, this thing that you could do, mm-hmm. being the first black bachelorette, which right. is, like, going to open well, a lot and, of and doors and really for more women. standpoint, if you kind of put yourself in the shoes of the producers, you're like, we could, you know... Or we could, like, lose her to, like, obscurity. We know we need her. Yeah. We know we need the ambiguous black girl. Because the country is, it's part of the national conversation. So it's kind of like... So like, get her. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure that they had just kind of, didn't tell him, but probably just floated it out there, like, if you send her home, then she'll be the bachelorette. Yeah. And they both know well enough that that's, like, the best well, do you Of all the shows you've seen, do you think that they do wind up with the person they should be with, and that's that? Because I know that a lot of times people are like... Um, not happy. Like, he should never have picked her. I think that the girls will tend to choose someone that they should actually be with, and the guys don't. Really? Yeah. yeah. So what do you think the chances of them picking a black bachelor? Very high. You think it Very will be? Very high. It'll be black bachelorette followed by a black bachelor. I think that's part of the reason why they... If they go from black bachelorette to a black to a white bachelor again, it's just going to be, like, mayhem. So part of well, the reason I, of having her do this, it, it really just depends on how the show unfolds uh-huh. also. Um, well, and, and the audience and from reaction. From a production standpoint, you've, you've got the most accumulated black men that, that, they have, that they have ever had. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, here's your audition. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, I have a question about the mansion. Yeah. Is the mansion the same every year? Yes. Because I, cause I noticed last night, she goes, it's so weird to be back. It's the, the same the, every and she year. She kept calling it the man's. I was like, oh, she's... It's the man's. Yeah. It's the um, same every year. So... I'm going to read some of your quotes. Oh, yeah. Or your tweets. <laughs> My tweets. You were, you were live tweeting. I live tweet The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, and it's half my Twitter audience. It's just, like, people following me from Bachelor Nation. Great group of people. Great group. Great group. Okay, so your last quote of the night, because we, because after the... Just, like, directly after The Bachelor ended, we found out about the Manchester terrorist attack. No, I don't really want to get into that too much just because it's heartbreaking. It's, yeah. And it's, it's just like breaks my heart for the people. Breaks my heart for Ariana Grande. Yeah. Because that's got to suck to be I mean, bad, that's, that's it's, it's an attack on girls. It's an attack on women. And it's it sucks that. And it's an attack on children. Yeah. The youngest dead so far is eight years old. It's so. That's her fan base. So mm-hmm. it's very intentional. But right. But that's so that's why the reason I bring that up is because 15 hours ago from now you you ended that and it's and you were started tweeting about Manchester and I just want to get that in for this episode that our hearts go out to those people and it's just heartbreaking and you we were we are two people who are pretty politically in the know and and sociolog- sociologically in the know and we want to just 
make sure we get that in. But you, your last quote says, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the Wahoo, <laughs> the Bachelorette. Uh, all these men being like, she like, this one was one, this was one that I was like, I thought it, I looked down at my phone, and you had said it, and I was like, we are in simpatico. Because <laughs> you said, all these men be, being like, she likes that, that's what she's into. What do you know? You know, you don't know her? Nope. <laughs> yeah, they're always like, trying to be like, oh, she likes this, she likes this, I know, like, blah, blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. like, what? Like, you met her like, five minutes ago, and you talked to her for two seconds. And it's super creepy, because you're watching her, like, Sean spice her through the bushes, and yeah. like, oh, look at her, she likes it. So it's like, like, leave her alone. And then, you can't, and then the subtleties of, oh, it's sleeveless, <laughs> is how America feels right now, in general. It's true, because Waboom Lucas, who is still on the show, on the show. he's wearing a, a printed T under a blazer, and then he takes the blazer off, and it's just... And Rachel's a, like, oh, it's, it's sleeveless. sleeveless. Uh, <laughs> the guy in a penguin costume talks to Rachel, but the guy in a $2,000 suit hasn't. Truth. Come on. Come on. And that was something that guy, one of the guys that left said. He's like, the guy in the penguin suit, and I bought so many new clothes, and I'm going to wear them on the uh, show. You know what? I feel that, though. I really do. Because the girls also, they have to buy all their outfits, so they have to buy those gowns. Those are mm-hmm. expensive clothes. Right. And they have to leave work, so they're, like, unemployed. They're, like, $2,000 in debt from buying new clothes, and he has to go home the first well, night. Well, it's probably even it's more so. so. Sad. Well, I, won't, I don't know, because suits are expensive. But I'm yeah, suits are expensive. Two thousand more than two thousand because gowns could be up to eight hundred nine hundred dollars just a single gown, and you have to have. And if you're gonna last all twenty four episodes or whatever, and they gotta be nice, you know, (laughs) run bitch, run bitch, run. Adam Jr. ain't no joke. Run, bitch, run! (laughs) That's your whole thing, ghosts and dolls. (laughs) So did you... You could tell, though, she was suspicious of that doll. She was like, "Mm, no. Well, and then he started defending it on the couch. He was like, it's okay. And I was like, take your eyes off the doll. You're not here for the doll. "Mm -mm." She could tell. She's like, I don't play with that. So this is a great time to go ahead and plug your Twitter account. It's at Molten La La. M-O-L-T-N-L-A-L-A. Follow me on Twitter. You will see her live tweets. She doesn't just live tweet The Bachelor and Bachelorette, my friend. She live tweets everything that's live socially tweet everything. Live tweet life. important. Live tweet life. <laughs> Demario walks out of limo. Me. Damn! <laughs> I also get, like, increasingly drunker as the night goes on. Well, I'll let you read the next one, the one at the top of the page, just because of my efforts. Hi, fuck boy Kenny. Because <laughs> he came out, he was like, hi, pretty Rachel. And I was like, I do, all right, I you know I what? I like Kenny. Yeah, he has like, a, he has like a 10-year-old daughter or whatever, and like, that's nice and all, but like, don't come up to me like, hey, pretty girl. Like, mm-mm. <laughs> Might as well tell me to smile. I don't think so. Got all the hotties. Good for you, girl. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's real, because Rachel, they like pull out all the stops for Rachel um, a lot of, like, every season, you get some uggos. You get some people that are, like, are not attractive. <laughs> and, like, I hate to say it, I do, because it sounds so mean, but, like, you know, it's like a TV show. Like, what are you doing here? You get, like, some, like, short ones or some, like, goofy-looking right. ones. And with Rachel, like, for, like straight out the gate, they, like, brought her all the hotties. And it's, like really nice to see as a viewer <laughs> like, right. here to look at the well, cakes. and you know I'm, she's the first black bachelorette bachelor 
Yeah. Ever. So it's like, they're going to pull out all the stops. They're yeah, they have, like, a huge budget, I feel like. They've got to feel nice. That you're, yeah. I mean... People, some people who are highbrow, they don't want to admit it, but this is a trailblazer. Yeah. Because TV, that's the thing that people don't get with Hulu, Netflix, all the all the accounts, and I have them. TV is still the most intimate medium of mm-hmm. media because it's right here in your home. You don't have to go to the movie theater. You don't have to be playing it on your phone. It's in your living room with you. Like. I went to The View. I prefer to watch The View every morning from my living room than in the studio because Mm -hmm. the camera is right up on the table and you're with your ladies. Mm -hmm. In the studio, you're sitting 20 feet away and they don't acknowledge you. And they make you clap. Watching TV is intimate. And for some people who might be like, not overtly like string them up from a tree racist, Mm -hmm. and I hate to be so crude, but I'm from Alabama and that is a real demographic of persons mm-hmm. still in this world and our lovely president brought them out of the woodworks for people who are just have unintentional internalized racism mm-hmm. that they don't even know they have mm-hmm. Rachel's gonna change oh it's some so great that. to see that and it's Rachel's also like some of that. you know little black girls who like don't see their themselves as like love interests mm-hmm. um, on TV and like in films like this is so great and it also like opens the door for more like black people to be on this show right. because like you know just like the diverse pool of bachelor like nation people is is growing is it too early to take a prediction from me yeah uh no it's not too early to take a prediction you know who you think is gonna win <sighs> no because i never know at the end i that because my favorite never makes it so i can probably tell you who won't win well, because, who's your favorite this time uh i like demario and i like diggy yeah um, that's who I, that's who I like. I can see both of them getting to hometowns. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, Demario was, my first impression with him is he is so sweet. Yeah, smooth like, too. Sweet guys, hello, I'm one here. Sweet guys never win with girls. I that's why love I love him. dating him. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, uh, hard to say that who's going to win, though, if you ask me again next week, I'll probably have a, a right. firmer so right understanding now it's of it. It's because there's so many people, and the mm. night goes on well, so hard. long yeah. that you don't get a, enough insight into them to see, who, like, really who's going to stand I out. I think Kenny's going to stand out for her because of his relationship with his dog. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. Though, I will say, a lot of times you get these, like, dark horses that, like... They don't show up in the first, like, three weeks anywhere because they're just not interesting enough. They don't edit them in. And then somehow around, like, week six, they're, like, still there. And you're like, who are you? And why are you still here? And then they end up winning. So. I'm going to go take a little bathroom break. Again. Again, (laughs) yes. It's too much. I I have the tiniest little bladder of all the people I know. That's why I don't go out. I'm taking to a bathroom when I'm in my home. I love that. But yeah, let me take a bathroom break and then I have more TV talk with my Alright, we're back. And something I have been sort of passionate about Lately, because we started, we bonded over Girl Meets World mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. I wanted to talk today about the reboots and the spinoffs and the, the yes, yes, that's yes. Because that's become sort. I mean, it was like sort of a cutesy thing, and I was kind of going down the list of trying to figure out where it all started. 
And I actually didn't realize this, but I think it started, and you can correct me if I'm if you have more accurate information. I think it started with Arrested Development with Netflix. I think they doing were the like first. revival. Yeah, I think they were the first show because I know that people will argue that it started with Jimmy Fallon getting together the revivals and People Magazine getting together the people to have like conversations. I mean, I guess that. it really depends on like what you consider to be a revival, right? Or like a reunion or whatever. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, Arrested Development was the first place to actually get a new season of the original show. Futurama got a new season of the original show. I'm not sure when, what year that happened, though. But I, I want to say it's before Arrested You know, I guess with the cartoons, because Family yeah. Guy did the same thing. They yeah. kind of got... Canceled, With the cartoons, it's like... Mm. But they don't change. They look the same. Yeah. Uh, but, like, these people are older. They've had, Yeah. I started listing some of the some of the most recent ones. Girl Meets World, Fuller House, The X-Files, Arrested Development. Did you hear about Roseanne? Bruce, I did hear about Roseanne. Roseanne has been yeah. up at the upfronts for ABC. You said Gilmore Girls, right? Gil, well, that's yeah. on the list. Like Gilmore it. Girls, Year in the Life, Odd Couple, which... That's an interesting thing, too, the way that they do it. Mm-hmm. Some people do just a new season. Some people do a spinoff. Some people... And now, Gilmore Girls was the... Well, I mean, the, that's what... How you movie. do revival is a little bit different. If you want to talk about it, then we can definitely bring up Battlestar Galactica, which is a reboot, and it's one of my favorite shows in the world, but it used to be an old really? TV show. I wanted to start watching Battlestar Galactica. It's on Hulu. Everyone should watch it. I will. Oh, you, you can <laughs> It's so good. So this morning, before you came over, I was looking, I was kind of just Googling what shows are being rebooted, revived, mm-hmm. whatever. I couldn't get through it. Yeah, it's like, a lot. It's, it's now, I'm wondering, is this now a complete genre? A little it's bit. Time to call it a genre <laughs> because it's like the because here. I'll, let me go. Let me quickly. Gilmore yeah, Girls, Fuller House, The X Files, Arrested Development, Roseanne, Gilmore Girls, Odd Couple with Matthew Perry's already been canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, MacGyver, Twin Peaks, One Day at a Time, Will and Grace, Roots, Beach. Well, I, and I went into movies too. Yeah. Roots, Beaches, Still Magnolias, Dirty Dancing, Bates Motel was a new, another interesting show yeah, for count, movie. Yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Here's some that I found that are being rumored. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Dynasty, Lifestyle. Dynasty is not rumored. Dynasty's happening. C- Dynasty, CW I, I picked it up. I rumor because I didn't know anything about um, it. Um, I got Dallas. You forgot about Dallas, which was canceled. Dallas, Dallas see, happened. Yeah, that. Dallas, Dallas was, happened. Dallas was sort of a continuation slash spinoff yep. because some of the originals were there. Uh, the Rumors, um, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Do you know that show? I do not. It was an old, old show like, Hello, I'm Lonnie Pikins, <laughs> and welcome to Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Oh, my Clark God. Gable loves to, you know. <laughs> and so now, um, Mariah's little baby boy, what's his name? Nick Cannon. Yeah, he... Drumline. He's, he's slated to host that show. MTV Cribs is coming back. <gasps> Yay! Uh, Zena. That's something from our generation. That <laughs> Cribs really is Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous from our I love generation. It. Game shows, Match Game, Password, Gong Show, Let's Make oh my a God. Deal, okay. Battle of the Network So I Stars. saw all that on the commercial from The Bachelorette last mm-hmm. night, and yet they're doing all this shit, and they won't bring back Hollywood Squares? Like, hello? That is so unreal. Because Whoopi Put Whoopi in the, in the middle, right. and everything's fine. I'm right. just, like, so mad about I'm, like, literally, I'm livid. Do you know, Do you? did you ever remember Battle of the Network Stars? No, I watched Hollywood Squares. <laughs> <laughs> this is a friendship Damn. for the listeners. <laughs> FYI, 
FYI, this is our friendship. <laughs> Chloe gets fixated and she doesn't let it go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hollywood so Squares. Battle of the Dark Stars was basically like like Richie Cunningham or the Brady Kids would go bowling or they would go they would do. This would sounds like maybe before my time. It was sort of in the um in the the in the Star Search era. That's also before my yeah. time. <laughs> to tell the truth, one hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Other thing, I just I have a whole category of others. Um, Life size, the movie with Lindsay Lohan and Tyra Banks. Oh yeah, but I've had my eye on that. Yeah, I've had my eye on that. They're making some time a thirty now. minute sitcom uh, remake of the chick flick, My Best Friend's Wedding. I love My Best Friend's Wedding. I love it too, but I don't know how you're gonna make a whole sitcom out of it. Um, half hour comedy, Star Trek. That was something I. Have been getting into. They've re- they've gave they've greenlit. It's coming this in the fall. A new series called Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. It's a prequel to the entire franchise, mm-hmm. but it is in the full franchise. Yes, is it, or in the original franchise. It goes back. It's a prequel to William Shatner. Yes. Um, so the Klingons are the bad guys again, and it stars. Two of my favorite ladies, they're also, like, women of color, and they're the leads, and it's incredible. The saddest thing about mm-hmm. that, though, is that they've plopped it onto CBS All Access. Right. So, do the with the good pilot. fight, which is, like, so obnoxious. The, po- the pilot, which that's the next thing in the yep, list. the good fight. Um, the pilot of Star Trek is going to be on CBS. Yes. Uh, then, the pilot will air, but then the rest of then, it... Which is just, a you know, a fish and line hook, line hook sinker to get you to subscribe to CBS. Yeah, but... I have subscribed to CBS All Access. I refuse to because it's so obnoxious, but also it really it's, it's kind of like... I don't know. It doesn't feel good to see this, like, show that starring these, like, two beautiful women right. of color in a hugely popular franchise to see them booted out to their, like, streaming platform when they could easily be helping to change the face of right. their network. And the lineup for CBS is, like, all white. Mm-hmm. So to, like, have these... It's all white males. So to have this show added to their regular lineup the, would have been beautiful. Madam Secretary. Which is ending, I, I thought. Mm-mm, they got picked up. Okay. Well, yeah. good for them. But that's also, like, in the face of, like, but all of their a stuff. woman. Yeah. And we probably wouldn't have happened if we didn't have Hillary Clinton. So, it, so. It's, it's really sad to see that they could eat. And, and they don't, everyone who tells me, like, oh, it's to help their platform, CBS All Access is doing just fine. Okay? They had a great quarter. They don't well, need and, Star Trek there. And I, I, don't, I don't do well with ambiguity. Mm-hmm. And that's why it took me so long to un plug from my cable subscription Mm -hmm. because I just I don't like the uncertainty of where TV is going and that's really what it is it's uncertain where it's going because um I really think it started during the great recession of 2008 when we couldn't afford we had to make a choice we can't afford cable we Mm -hmm. can't afford to go to the movies we've got to scrimp I remember when that happened my parents were like we might have to sell a car because life's getting tough um so Netflix was born and that was just a very affordable way to get your fix on entertainment. And Hulu picked up. And so mm-hmm. I've always said that once we go, once we have the money to return to the lifestyle we, we couldn't afford mm-hmm. because of the recession or whatever, we're not gonna re- we're not gonna return to it because Netflix, Hulu, it's all convenient now. Yeah. And so it just be, it came became the snowball that internet based entertainment is much more convenient for the millennials our age. 
sure. than anything else. So it is ambiguous to but me. But CBS All Access so. could easily be putting their shows on Hulu and get the money from them. CBS All Access is not available internationally. So, right. like, those shows will be put on Netflix or, like, Amazon Prime. And it just, like, isn't helping their platform right. there. See, and that's what I mean. I don't know all this stuff. The ambiguity just makes me so mad. <laughs> like, because I don't want to have to, like... You watch all these HBO shows I don't watch because I haven't made the subscription yet. It's just like why I have to have like the the point of Hulu is that you have like one subscription and you can watch all the stuff that's like on all the network shows. All the network shows. So that's why CBS wants to do their own stupid thing and it's 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 not helping anybody and the show Discovery is so expensive. Mm. You can just tell by looking at the trailer that it is so expensive. If it falters even even a little. Even Desi Lu Productions. Yeah. Because I know everything about that. (laughs) It was Star Trek the original series was much more expensive than any other show they've ever had. Star Trek's just expensive. The movies are the biggest budget movies you've ever seen. Um but yeah you were saying the good wife, CBS All Access. Good fight. Oh, The Good Fight, which is the spinoff of The Good Fight. Yes, good the Good Wife, wife yes. Jeez, I, know, yeah. <laughs> I can't get it all straight. Um, and then I, f- I stumbled upon 24 Legacy, Prison yes. Breaks coming back, American It's already Idol. back. Oh, yeah, th- I think this was an old article. <laughs> and then Training Day is getting a, a reboot, a show. With Bill Paxton, R.I.P. Um, Wait, he was in the show? Yes, he was. So I guess they're going to recast that. I don't know. Or give that mentor. They had already done, like... Well, the same thing Half happened. the season or something. I wonder how long it'll last, because you remember Patrick Swayze had a new show, and then he passed away from pancreatic cancer, and they just... Oh, I don't remember that. It was a low A. It was a new cop show. It was, my mom watched it, because she was obsessed with Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it was pretty much... It was a great, like, it was a great cable-based mm-hmm. cop show. It was like, wow, good, good for you, Patrick, and then he passed away, yeah. sadly. So they just kind of was like... We're not going to try to keep this going. This was his baby. This was his project. Short-lived. And I actually like the idea of a short-lived TV show, like Britain. Yeah, just like self-contained things. We've, you know, three seasons, all we need. Told the full story. We don't have to keep it going. Yes, a a lot of American shows could learn from that. I'm a Grey's Anatomy fan. I love Shondaland so much. But... Girl, it's time to go. Twenty four se- or fourteen seasons? No, you're done. You, you're done, honey. Like this was a show about <laughs> the interns. Um, like we're fresh. Yeah. The, we're fresh interns. Yeah. Blah, blah. The interns like all of them are dead. Well, they're either, <laughs> One they're of them left. Dead or they own the hospital now. Yeah, We've gone through them being attendants. They went in a plane crash now, and they sued the hospital. Now they own the hospital, and it's like you've gone from the bottom of the rung. To the top of the run. We've seen that trajectory. Let it go. Like you're done. So, and then. More like Big Little Lies. Do you know Norman Lear? Do you know Norman Lear shows? Possibly. Norman Lear, well, I mean, Norman Lear is like the brainchild. I love brain children like Shonda, Lyons, Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. Or, um, who's the other one? That, oh, uh, Two and a Half Men. What's his name? Ugh. Chuck Lorre. Like not, I don't love him. Gross. I don't love him. I love the notion that people sort of create this empire of television. Oh, he sure, yeah. And so, oh, oh, um, like Dick Wolf. Yes, yes Dick Wolf's yes. doing it now. Yeah. Um, um and uh, what's his name? Oh my God, Supergirl, Arrow. I don't know who does. Greg Berlanti. Oh, is he? I do. Yeah. See, like, He's, he owns the CW. Greg Berlanti and Shondaland. They're they're the they're our generations like. Empire starters. Sure, yeah. Well, Norman Lear and Gary Marshall, who, do you know Gary Marshall, Penny Marshall's brother? Mm-hmm. 
Um, Gary Marshall did his empire with Happy Days, Laura, Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy, mm-hmm. Johnny Loves Chachi, Norman Lear had um, All in the Family, The Jeffersons, Good Times, Maud, mm-hmm. which Maud is the most, um, most feminist of all the shows ever. She was the first, B. Arthur from Golden Girls mm-hmm. was the first woman to ever have an abortion on television. Well, not performance. <laughs> the first character who, to have had an abortion, like Vivian Vance, was the first character to have ever been divorced mm-hmm. on The Lucy Show. Well, Norman Lear had all that. One of his remakes, he's starting to get modern-day actors to recreate episodes, like a six-episode batch of his original shows. Oh. Like, just take the script, redo it with modern actors. I love that. And I think that's wonderful. He's like, it's that's really very cool. limited. And so it's like... But that being said, all of this, it's its a whole thing. So what do you think about the reboots? Because you strike me as the type that would either love it, <laughs> hate it, or it's a case-by-case basis. It is a case-by-case basis. Because like I said, Battlestar Galactica is one of my, the reboot is one of my favorite shows, if not the favorite show that I've ever seen. It's incredible. I love it. There are some things, though, that I think should be well enough alone. Here is where I come in on that, and it's, I think they're doing the wrong thing by taking good movies or good TV shows and trying to make a TV show out of it. Yeah. You gotta take bad TV shows, bad movies. Like Buffy. Buffy did that. Yeah, movies that didn't do well, and then you turn them into something good. So taking, like, Training Day, which was a great movie, right. and turning it into a TV show, that's not gonna work for you. Rush Hour did that Like, too. yeah, don't do that. Take something, like, something totally trashy, like, um... Jupiter Ascending, the Wachowski sisters film, that, like, great, like, like, world that they built. It just, like, didn't really make any sense. Like, the movie was kind of nonsense. That could be a good TV show. So flesh it out. Yeah. You might get idea, and you can go back to the original movie and be like, I get it. Exactly. Exactly, exactly, exactly. How do you feel about the, like, the nostalgia-based? Because, like, I love Fuller House. Mm -hmm. For the mere fact that I loved Full House. And... I don't even love Full House now because it's a good show. I loved it because it takes me back to a simpler time in my own life. And it took me, because like, and it, and it represents for me TGIF. Mm-hmm. Do you remember TGIF, the block of television? No. Nope. I'm so dating myself. Actually, I'm not dating myself. I'm dating you. You're very dating young. So, but because TGIF. Was like, you know how they, uh, Shonda Land does TGIT? Yeah, 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 yeah. Third, well, that's where it came from. ABC had TGIF. It was the, it was the family-based teen idol sitcoms mm-hmm. in the 90s. Well, that's what it takes me back to. Full House is not a good show-ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're looking for, like, deep, meaningful scripts or really amazing acting, you're not going to find it there. And Fuller House is exactly the same, except it's worse. Because now they have a whole show that once happened to throw back to and make, like, inside puns with, I don't want to break the fourth wall, let's talk to Michelle right. because she's not here. So <laughs> that is full-on nostalgia, no meat whatsoever. It is whipped cream, and that's it. How do you feel about those shows? Do you Are you just like, not? I mean, hard to say. I kind of think that once something's done, like, it's done. Like, you know, if you have to go back and talk about it, like, you didn't really do your job really well. Right. So, like, the Will and Grace thing... That, I was about to say, you're, you're setting <laughs> up the thing for... You're setting up the complete segue for Will and Grace because, for those of y'all who don't remember, 
Will and Grace ended their show. Yeah. They didn't... Wait, don't tell me... Don't. Okay, actually, remember, I actually haven't seen the finale because I had not finished my homework and my parents would not let me watch Are the finale. Kidding? So I have never seen the finale of Will and Grace. Don't tell me. I'll find it somewhere. Okay, can I... <laughs> no one spoil it for me. Can I at least tell you the mechanism with how with which... They I think they it. did some flash forwards, but that's all I want to know. That's all I want to Okay, tell. so... They, they sort of... I mean... I'll tell you this. They wrapped it up. Yeah, they that's sealed what, it with a bow. Yeah, it's done. Like they were saying, they were their notion was, this is the end of our show. People want to know what happened to these people, and they gave you that. Yeah. So, so now, that kind of thing like is, doesn't really want to get any sense. It's like, are you going to in between? Or are you going to stuff it in between? Because that's and I read an article about that. Are you going to stuff it in between, fill in the gaps mm-hmm. because it was jumps? Um, are you going to start where it left off? Or just ignore it. Or, or, and that, or, or ignore it all together. I don't want them to ignore it all together. Mm-hmm. Because I hate that. I hate when you... Because I'm, I'm like, if you stamp it with approval, you've made You're it... You're done. You've made it canon. Yeah. And you have to deal with that. Yeah. That's just how it you is. You can't, like, go back and you change it. You can't go back and change that. Like, Superman movies did that. They're like, let's just pretend that the last two didn't happen, so they made Superman Returns, which also sucked. I like Superman Returns. Well, I, I'm okay. not sorry. <laughs> I, okay, I'm speaking for the, for the America as a whole. And the I last like, two like Superman were terrible, right? Like, Superman 1 and Superman 2 were great. The other the other two were nonsense. Come on, we all know it, you guys. We all know that they were nonsense. <laughs> well, I liked it, too. Because this, it I'm first speaking up movie. for Superman Returns. Yeah. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... But, um, no, I, I feel like I get it. Star Galactica, what are your, yeah, what are your thoughts on the whole, I guess it's, it's a, it's it a genre case by case. Yeah, it is a genre now. They're also, I think they're working on a Charmed reboot. I saw which that, I, I it because I was like, I don't even know about that. I, it's hard to say. I, I mean, I love Charmed. The fact that they're like not sisters, it's like, what, like. <laughs> is that the is that the thing in the the reboot? Is there not going to be sisters? Yeah, mm, that's so it's just like questionable. Which, in all fairness, as she always does, Shannon Doherty threw a wrench in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they they worked they worked around they, they like, did a whole work around. The prophecy actually really elaborate. Yeah, it, was, it was such a, I'm like thanks Shannon. You really but once they got over it, then it made everything. We're back on track. Mm-hmm. I love that show. I actually love Shannon Doherty. I <laughs> do, but I was just like girl. You love to halt production. <laughs> yeah. You, every show, well, she did on Little House on the Prairie. I don't know if you knew she was on that. No. She played Laura Ingalls Wilder's niece. I know way too much about, like, old lady TV. So, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, Shannon Doherty, she always throws a, throw, throws a wrench in everything. Yeah, she does. Like, whatever. Gotta I don't love like, her. I don't like Jenny Garth. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. In the 90s, it annoyed us, but I think it was very feminist of her to just speak up. Yeah. Speak up and say what you mean, because women didn't, and had some pretty rough faith in that. Yeah. Is there anything you want to see that you haven't, that we haven't discussed on the list? Is there something you'd be like, I'd love for them to return to that and show us what it is? I mean, I always want them to return to Firefly. I think that... Uh, of course. You know, whatever. Again, another franchise or yeah. another empire builder, Joss Whedon. Um, I think that they should 
bring back pitch. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Well, I, I, there's gonna be a uh, spot at the end of this episode for recommendations. I got. I you. knew pitch was gonna be a recommendation, and now pitch is my recommendation. Still <laughs> um, my recommendation. Alf. They need to bring back Alf. I never watched Alf. Did you not hear what happened to Alf? Can I tell you what happened to Alf? Yeah, Alf's a puppet, right? Yeah. Okay. So they he had like three seasons, and the network came to him and said, "We're canceling you. We it might we might be canceling you." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, we wanted to end on a cliffhanger, so do we need to wrap it up, or do we need to like end on a cliffhanger?" They're like, "We'll let you know." So after a meeting or two, they came back and they said, "Listen, end it on the cliffhanger. Do write it as if you had another season. If we do wind up." in negotiations canceling you we'll give you a TV movie to, mm-hmm. to, to tie it all up so at the end of Alf the aliens where he came from like because Alf's an alien the oh puppet, my god he's an alien <laughs> um, they, they came down with their spaceship was trying to take him back to their home planet he runs into the woods and they're like what happened cliffhanger they wound up canceling the show they never gave them a TV oh movie, no and it's just a cliffhanger <laughs> so it's like that's one they need to come up okay, like, yeah. tell me what happened so, so like Veronica Mars, like yeah. where they like ended it with like kind of a cliffhanger, and everyone's like, "What the hell?" But she got her movie, so right. Um, that ended up pretty well. I really want because I again nostalgia for me. I'm going to watch Will and Grace because I loved Will and Grace. Yeah. And their dynamic, even if it doesn't make it a hill of beans sense to me, what they're doing on this new show because of whatever their dynamic is. I don't know that there's ever been a better chemistry on television mm-hmm. than those four people. So I'll be watching. Um, I want to see Family Matters. I Urkel. never watched Family Matters. Urkel. I just love all the people in it. <laughs> I just love all the actors. All the actors are sort of just like good people, made a cute little show, except for the youngest daughter. They wrote her way out of that show. Like, they had three kid children in the beginning of the show. By the last season, Carl Winslow's like, Harriet, we have two great children. <laughs> And, like, he actually said that. He's like, wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> and sadly for her, what was her name? Jamie, Jamie Wexworth, Foxworth. Jamie Foxworth is her Girl, name. I don't know. She started doing porn. Oh. And I'm like, so that literally was your fall from glory. I'm surprised they haven't even tried to do a reboot of Allie McBeal yet. Right? I'm surprised. Like, at least a movie. <gasps> a fringe TV show. Sorry, that's what I want. I want, I want, I want fringe back and I want a movie. I don't want a reboot. I want a movie. Right. You a want fringe. Just a movie, like a TV movie, or do you care? I want like Netflix. a six-part TV movie, like uh, Netflix. You want to root? Yeah. Fringe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in fringe. Shut the country down. Yeah. We're all going home to well, watch Roots. I remember. I remember fringe. when Roots. I remember when Roots came out. My family. We did shut everything down. The new it. one? No, the old one. Original Roots. I thought that was in the '80s. Well, my family watched it, and we shut everything down in the '90s. Well, it was it was definitely in the '80s, but. Because my dad well, you, had, like, didn't rent one of the ten tapes. And so, like, it's, like, middle of the night, he's got to, like, get in his car, go to Blockbuster videos, <laughs> <laughs> like, find, like, the one tape of Roots that we're missing. <laughs> While we all waited. <laughs> I was, like, seven. <laughs> well, that's probably what happened. Your parents sat through the original, like, Roots. Yeah. And they were like, we've got to give this to our children. Making our that children was watch such roots. a moment for us. Yeah. That's what parents do. They try to recreate those moments of where were you when? 
Roots came out. Roots came out. Well, that's what my, one of my favorite authors, Ethan, and I read her every night, um, Nora Ephron, who is also a filmmaker, too. Mm-hmm. She said that on The View. She goes, DVR has ruined my life. Because you know how she talks, she talks so profoundly. DVR has ruined my life. Because before... You decide, do I want to watch this show or do I want to go to dinner with my friends? You don't get to do both. (laughs) Now, for 10 minutes, we got to do both, and now all we do is watch everything that ever was created. That's what I do. It's true. That's true. That's what I do. I watch everything. Luckily, I have found a friend in you who will binge with me. Hell yeah. Binge watch. Binge watch, yes. Binge watch. That's what I mean. Of course, <laughs> of course I do not binge. Don't look in my freezer and look at how much ice cream I Binge watch. Yes, binge watch all the shows. enthralling I I wanted this show to be about just whatever is on my mind and my guests mind but clearly everyone who knows me in real life knows that television is my life so there's going to be a lot more discussions about spinoffs and bachelorette and bachelor in paradise I'm going to go through that with you but thanks for joining me today thank you for having me my pleasure you're amazing (laughs) yeah so you can follow me on instagram which is probably where i'm most i don't know on (laughs) at lala fulton l-a-l-a-f-u-l-t-o-n and on twitter at molten lala m-o-l-t-e-n-l-a-l-a i don't know my i don't know my own i don't know my own thing um but yeah thank you so much for having me it has been a pleasure and um, I look forward to always talking with you. Well, the, you're you're going to be somebody who comes back to the show time and again. Uh, and, of course, you can find all the information about the show at KyleLeonHenderson.com. On there, you will find uh, the show. If you don't have iTunes, you can listen to it there. You will also find links to my blog, We Need to Enunciate. And you're going to find uh, a cited page, a work cited page, if you remember that from college, <laughs> where you can find links to all the things we've talked about today uh, on the website. It's, I think I just called it work cited. This is a work in progress. You all know that. I told you that on episode one. So thanks for sticking with us. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at kyle.l.henderson or on Twitter at Kyle L. Henderson. Uh, Before we go, I always like to do recommendations for people because we all stumble upon things. Mm. My recommendation for today is last night I went down the rabbit hole of YouTube. Y'all know how we do that. I watched uh, Disneyland Falls. I love it. It just gives you a little moment where you see Chip and Dale or Daisy Duck or Donald Duck or Mickey just having a, taking a tumble, and it just warms your heart like a puppy tripping up the stairs. I love it. I could watch <laughs> it all night. Um, yeah, that's my. That's the only recommendation I really have for right now. What about you? Got any recommendations for the people? Yeah, I just finished a book series um, called A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. Um, and I really, I really loved it because the second book kind of takes a turn and I don't know I just I really I thought it was like a a great feminist like YA book that you don't usually see so Mm -hmm. 
that's my recommendation. Um, oh, I also have one more, because on the last episode, when I was talking with Sarah, I mentioned that I like to follow old people, <laughs> and she led me to clarify that not just around the grocery store or, you know, in public, but on, like, social media. Hey, old person. (laughs) (laughs) Chloe is actually the person that we started that with. She and I, for the first three months we knew each other, we were following Zsa Zsa Gabor on social media, through the news, we were reading her. Kept an eye on her. And we were like, oh, she's old, because she was nearly 100, or maybe she was already 100. I think she was already 100, and she was about to be 101, Mm -hmm. and she died... In 2016, as many people tragically did. Near the end, too. She almost yeah, eked she it out. Almost she almost made, made it. it out, but she got kind of tangled up in the Carrie Fisher and yeah. Debbie Reynolds saga. Yeah. Well, I'm not done following old people. A recommendation I have is two people's Wikipedia page. Kirk Douglas <laughs> and Olivia de Havilland. So I do think that Kirk Douglas is going to be, like, going strong way longer than Olivia. So Perhaps. I mean, he's just, he, he's got it. He's, he's got kicking. Head. He's kicking. But she is too. She was in church on Easter. I don't know. My money's on Kirk. <laughs> is that what we're going to? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. just happened. This is just happening just this now. Just happened. Organically. Okay. Okay. So, oh no, it's official. The debate. Who's going to win the life game? Is it who's going to live longer, right? Right. All right. I win? think Kirk's going to live longer. Okay. And I think Olivia de Havilland's going to live All right. longer. All right. All right. Because Kirk is laughing and cutting up. Olivia de Havilland is walking up the steps of the pulpit in church to read. And maybe she'll slip. <laughs> now we're hoping. I'm going to go put some banana peels out in Kirk Douglas' garden. <laughs> I think he's in a wheelchair, so he's good. That would be a complete disaster to roll over a, a banana peel. You know how much? That's like, like fish tailing in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> Those back wheels are top He can take it. Well, he's Spartacus. It's not Spartacus. It's Ben-Hur. He can take it. <laughs> it's fine. Well, that's our, that's our competition. But listen, if it comes down to us pulling pranks, well, you know what? And actually, it's going to be harder for you to prank Olivia to have when she lives in Paris. I know. Douglas I can't lives get in that. California. Yeah, you're going to be able to get him. I'm going to get him. Yeah. I'll get him. I'll tell him to look out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>